Father God, we want to take this time right now to listen to the teaching of the Word of God. This is not just entertainment or a good word. But it will be a word that will really change and transform our lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. How many of you came for conference? Yeah, I know. I know it's a it's a big breakthrough for everybody to go to conference. Because you know, you guys coming from Indonesia, you're so comfortable with speaking Indonesian language. But, but coming to conference, you have to learn everything in English. And I, I want to say that you, you have to take this opportunity, even though we're in Indonesian service, that whether the people that you meet at school, at work, that encourages you because you're not at home anymore to speak English. Menurut saya sangat bagus buat kalian untuk mengambil kesempatan untuk berbicara bahasa Inggris di sekolah, di kampus, di gereja. You'll be surprised, right? When you go back to Indonesia after you graduate or when you go home, uh, how confident you can be uh, because you have lived here, you have studied here. Kalian akan sangat terkejut waktu kalian nanti balik ke Indonesia. Kalian akan menjadi sangat percaya diri karena kalian sudah belajar di sini. Amin. Amin. Uh, you know, I see Amanda. Remember Amanda, uh, Natalia. I mean, she is doing so well in Jakarta. Saya waktu itu ketemu sama Amanda Natalia. Dia uh, bekerja sangat baik di Jakarta saat ini. You know, she is like one of the most trusted uh, employee in a company. Dia adalah salah satu pegawai yang paling dipercaya di kompanya. So I want to encourage you to really take this time to allow God to shape your life. Jadi saya ingin benar-benar kalian mengambil kesempatan uh, kali ini di Malaysia untuk Tuhan benar-benar membentuk kalian semua. Amen. Amen. And I think and I think also after conference you realize uh, Malaysia is actually quite lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Menurut saya setelah konfers kalian akan bisa melihat kalau orang-orang Malaysia itu sangat malas. Udah tiga minggu, right? We have long weekend. Udah, iya. Udah tiga minggu berturut-turut kita ada uh, long weekend. Tomorrow, tomorrow is libur again. Like. Besok libur lagi. What kind of country got so many holidays? Negara apa kok banyak banget liburnya? <laughs> yeah, awesome, right? If you're working for somebody, it's awesome. Kalau kalian bekerja di perusahaan akan sangat senang. But if you own a perusahaan, it's very miserable. Tapi kalau kalian yang punya bisnis, kalian akan merasa sangat sengsara. And I think and I think it's brilliant that I'm here today because Indonesian service is full. Dan saya sangat senang ada di sini karena se- uh, sa- sangat penuh hari ini. If I go downstairs in the main service, I, uh, in the English service, I think uh, half empty. Semuanya udah libur somewhere. Mungkin kalau saya turun ke bawah saya lihat di main service tengahnya udah kosong karena pada liburan. But 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 I think there is something quite important. I mean this is like over holiday but there's importance of holidays. Tapi ada juga uh, hal-hal penting tentang liburan. Kenapa kita butuh liburan? In John chapter 4 verse 1 to verse 6. Di Yohanes 4 ayat 1 sampai 6. Uh, the title of my talk this morning is called Yesus Letih. Jadi judul khotbah saya hari ini adalah Yesus Letih. Ya. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in Bahasa Indonesia should be Yesus capek, right? Capek, capek, capek right? Non formal. Non formal. Yeah. But yeah, but that's the meaning, right? Yep, yep. Tired. So uh, in John chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 6, it says, Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisee had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize, but his disciples did, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat fast by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Yohanes 4 ayat 1-6 berkata, Ketika Yesus mengetahui bahwa orang-orang Farisi telah mendengar bahwa ia memperoleh dan membaptis murid lebih banyak daripada Yohanes, meskipun Yesus sendiri tidak membaptis melainkan murid-muridnya, ia pun meninggalkan Yudea dan kembali lagi ke Galilea. Ia harus melintasi daerah Samaria. Maka sampailah ia ke sebuah kota di Samaria yang bernama Sikar, dekat tanah yang diberikan Yakub dahulu kepada anaknya Yusuf. Di situ terdapat sumur Yakub. Yesus sangat letih oleh perjalanan, karena itu ia duduk di pinggir sumur itu hari kira-kira pukul 12. Amen. Amen. Uh, in this series that we are trying to learn together, we want to learn about 
the humanity of Jesus. Jadi di seri khotbah kali ini saya ingin kita semua belajar tentang sisi kemanusiaan, uh, sisi manusiawi Yesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, very often when we learn about Jesus, we we learn about uh, the divinity of Jesus. Seringkali ketika kita belajar tentang Yesus, kita hanya belajar tentang keilahian Yesus. So when we when we always only think about uh, Jesus's divin, uh, divinity, we talk about the power of Jesus, his ability to heal the sick, walk on water and and feed the 5000. Seringkali ketika kita berbicara tentang keilahian Yesus, kita hanya berbicara tentang kuasanya, kuasa untuk menyembuhkan, berjalan di atas air dan memberi makan 5000 orang. Amen. So so if we keep thinking that Jesus is like that, Jadi kalau kita tetap berpikir kalau Yesus itu seperti itu, then we are always thinking that our lives is filled with power like that. Kita akan terus berpikir kalau hidup kita selalu diisi oleh uh, kuasa seperti ter- seperti the, itu. The truth is Jesus doesn't walk on water all the time. Tetapi sebenarnya Yesus enggak berjalan selalu berjalan di atas air. Amen. Amen. Jesus does not turn the the five loaves of bread and two fish and multiply to 5000 people all the time. Yesus enggak selalu memultiplikasi 5 roti 2 ikan selamanya. Amen. Amen. Because if Jesus does that, all the fishermen will be out of job. Karena kalau Yesus melakukan hal tersebut, Benar. nelayan enggak bakal yeah? ada pekerjaan. And uh, the bakery will be out of job. Dan toko roti juga enggak bakal laku. Jesus would change everything how people live. Dan Yesus akan mengubah semuanya cara kita hidup. If Jesus just keep healing people, the doctors will be out of job. Kalau Yesus terus menyembuhkan orang, dokter enggak ada pekerjaan. Now, the truth is, it's only a small part of Jesus's life that he performed miracles. Dan sebenarnya hanya ada sebagian kecil dalam hidup Yesus dia um, menyatakan mujizat. Most of the time, Jesus was a human with everybody else. Lebih sering Tuhan Yesus adalah uh, muncul sebagai manusia sama seperti kita semua. We have to learn the same. Dan kita harus belajar sama seperti Yesus. To learn the same how Jesus lived as a human being. Belajar sama seperti bagaimana Yesus menjadi manusia. Amen. Amin. Then you know how to live with one another. Dan kita akan tahu bagaimana cara untuk hidup dengan sesama. You know how to carry yourself as a person who is humble, who is willing to walk with others and serve. Kita akan tahu cara bagaimana untuk hidup sebagai orang yang rendah hati dan mau berjalan bersama orang lain. You know sometimes I think Kadangkala saya berpikir Because we always think of the power of God and the glory of Jesus. Kalau kita selalu berpikir tentang kuasa Tuhan dan ke- kebesarannya. A lot of people especially leaders in the church. Banyak orang terutama para pemimpin di gereja. We want to be served instead of serving. Kita akan mau lebih mau dilayani daripada melayani. Because we think we also have the power. Karena kita pikir kita juga punya kuasa. But the problem is that is so wrong. Tapi sangat salah. Amen. Amen. So in the humanity of Christ, we want to look at Jesus's if you like the boring everyday day-to-day life. Tetapi kalau kita belajar kemanusiaan Kristus, kita akan melihat sisi yang membosankan kehidupan Yesus hari-hari. Amen. Amen. The the kind of life that you know, maybe we didn't think in the past we should talk about Jesus. Mungkin kehidupan yang dulu kita enggak pernah pikirkan kalau itu adalah kehidupannya Yesus. In John chapter 1 verse 14 Di Yohanes 1 ayat 14 The Bible says the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Dikatakan firman itu telah menjadi manusia dan diam di antara kita dan kita telah melihat kemuliaannya yaitu kemuliaan yang diberikan kepadanya sebagai anak tunggal Bapa penuh kasih karunia dan kebenaran. The word became flesh. Firman menjadi manusia. Amen. Amen. And he dwelt among us. Dan dia diam di antara kita. Uh, there's a very important knowledge here why Jesus need to become a person. Ada satu fakta yang sangat penting di balik kenapa Yesus harus menjadi manusia. Because Jesus want to live among us. Karena Yesus mau tinggal di tengah-tengah kita. Do you know God doesn't have to become man? Kalian tahu kan kalau Tuhan enggak harus menjelma menjadi manusia? Yeah. God God can from the heaven in the sky above and just command everything. Tuhan bisa saja dari surga memerintahkan semua manusia melakukan ini dan itu. If God warn us and say if you don't repent I will destroy everybody. Tuhan bisa saja memperingatkan kita kalau kalian enggak bertobat saya akan memusnahkan semuanya. Everyone will bertobat. Semua orang pasti bertobat. But the only thing is this. Tapi satu hal ini. You will bertobat. 
Kalian akan bertobat. But you will never know God. Tapi kalian tidak akan mengenal Tuhan. Because God was never among us. Karena Tuhan tidak ada di tengah-tengah kita. It is the same as our lives. Sama seperti hidup kita. I can just command you. Okay, buat ini, buat itu, do this, do that, serve God. Saya bisa saja menyuruh kalian untuk buat ini dan itu, lakukan ini dan itu. But if I never walk with you. Tetapi kalau saya tidak pernah berjalan bersama kalian. You only kalian, know of the command but you will never have a relationship. Kalian hanya akan mendengarkan perintah saya tapi tidak memiliki hubungan dengan saya. So Jesus made his daily life so normal and so natural. Jadi Yesus menjalani hari-harinya dengan sangat normal dan sangat natural. So that when you go back to your school, when you go back to your workplace, you are equally normal and natural. Jadi ketika kalian kembali ke tempat kerja, kembali ke sekolah, kalian sama-sama juga natural. Amen. So that you are, you are not weird in your workplace. Jadi kalian tuh sebenarnya nggak aneh di tempat kerja. All of us have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Kita semua punya Roh Kudus. Amin. Ayah. But just because you have the Holy Spirit, you don't have to end every sentence that you talk with Hallelujah, puji Tuhan. Tapi bukan karena kalau kalian punya Roh Kudus, kalian tidak uh, bukan berarti kalian harus bilang Hallelujah setiap selesai ngomong. You understand? I, I respect Indonesian culture. Saya sangat menghormati ke budaya Indonesia. Because when I go to church in Indonesia, everybody start to say shalom and. Uh, Karena setiap kali saya ke gereja di Indonesia, semua orang pasti bilang shalom. Which is great. Yang bagus. But when you go to work. Tapi ketika kalian pergi bekerja. Whether I mean I'm not talking about Malaysia. When you go back to work in Indonesia in the kalau future. Kalau kalian pergi ke bekerja di Indonesia nanti. You, you shalom people. People don't know what you're talking about. Kalau kalian berkata shalom kepada orang-orang, kalian pasti orang pada bingung. Bu. Shalom tu apa bu? Like like why you speak? Why can't you just say apa kabar or how are you? You know? Kenapa ibu tak bisa bilang apa kabar aja daripada? So so you know I have a lot of friends in Indonesia, like a lot of friends in Indonesia. Saya punya banyak teman di Indonesia. Sometimes when we chat. Kadang kalau kita chatting. You know I I just chat lah like a person like how are you? Eh, let's go hang out and have coffee. Kadang saya cuma chat aja. Hi apa kabar? Ayo. One day, one day I was trying to encourage a friend because he was not happy. Satu hari saya mau menyemangati teman saya karena dia lagi sedih. My most classic ending of the chat is take care, bro. Salah satu class ending. Biasa yang biasa. Penutup yang biasa. Yeah. Dalam chat saya itu adalah take care. Yeah. Or or take care, sis. Take care, take care. Sis, sis. Take care is what? Jaga diri ya. Baik baik. Yeah baik baik. Yeah yeah yeah. So I always end like that. Then one day right, because this guy was not happy, so I say, hey, take care, bro. God bless. Jadi waktu satu hari saya bilang karena orang ini enggak lagi sedih, jadi dia bilang, pastor bilang baik baik ya, Tuhan berkati. He was shocked. Dia dia kaget. Wah, pastor, after know you for three years, this is the first time you say God bless. Setelah tiga tahun saya mengenal pastor ini baru pertama kali tuh pastor bilang Tuhan berkati. You know sometimes we think that the pastor must say this in order to become a pastor. Kadangkala kita selalu berpikir pastor tuh harus selalu bilang Tuhan berkati. We think that if we don't end a sentence with Jesus bless you, JBU is which is the classic. Indonesia love JBU, you know. Malaysia love God bless you, but Indonesia is JBU, right? You you feel that if I don't end my conversation with you with Jesus bless you. Then I'm not rohani. Kalau pastor tidak mengakhiri percakapan dengan kata-kata Tuhan berkati, Tuhan Yesus berkati, kita akan berpikir pastor itu enggak rohani. Let me tell you something. The more spiritual you are, the more natural you should be. Semakin rohani anda. Sorry ya, it's not in the notes. Minta maaf. Semakin rohani anda, harusnya anda tu semakin natural dalam menjalani kehidupan. Amen. Because Jesus was so natural that people want to listen to him all the time. Karena Yesus menjalani hidup sangat natural sehingga banyak orang yang mengikuti dia. Some of us who are Christians, who are pastors, who are leaders, when we say we are pastors, everybody run away. Banyak kalau kita bilang, oh saya pastor, saya orang Kristen, banyak orang yang malah lari. You understand? If that is how our life is, then something must change on the inside of us. Kalau itu adalah hal yang terjadi hidup kita maka harus kita harus berubah. Amin. So in entire Gospel of John. Jadi di Injil Yohanes. There's something very important. Ada hal-hal yang sangat penting. Because in John chapter one verse fourteen the Bible says and the Word became flesh. Karena di Yohanes satu ayat empat belas dikatakan Firman menjadi manusia. So John is trying to show the reader that all throughout the Gospel of John, the the humanity of Jesus is always shown. Jadi Yohanes berusaha menunjukkan sisi kemanusiaan Yesus di sepanjang Injil Yohanes. Yeah, Jesus was tired. Jadi dikatakan Yesus letih. Jesus was thirsty. Yesus haus. Jesus cried. 
Yesus menangis. Amen. Amen. Why? Because Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. Kenapa? Karena Yesus adalah 100% Allah dan 100% manusia. So so Jesus from a place that is the limitlessness of God. Jadi Yesus datang dari tempat yang tidak terbatas. To come to a place of the powerlessness of men. Mau mau datang ke tempat yang penuh ketidakberdayaan manusia. Why? Kenapa? Because he wants to tell you that he loves you. Karena Tuhan Yesus mau mengatakan saya mengasihi kamu. Amen. So, let's go back to our text in John chapter 4 verse 1 to verse 6. Mari kita kembali ke ayat Yohanes 4 ayat 1 sampai 6. So we we read the story just now and of course uh, Jesus was tired. I think Indonesia is more interesting because sangat letih. I think just now I saw. Bukan. Yeah, sangat letih, right? Like very tired. Jesus was very tired. Jadi di ayat ini dikatakan Yesus sangat letih. Because it was 12 noon. Jadi karena hari itu adalah jam 12 siang. And uh, if you have been to Israel, 12 noon is very hot. Kalau kalian pernah ke Israel jam 12 siang itu sangat panas. Because most places are like desert. Karena tempat itu seperti padang gurun. But if you go back to the verse before, I mean the previous slide, uh, Jesus left Judea and kembali lagi ke Galilea through Samaria. Jadi dikatakan di situ ia pun meninggalkan Yudea kembali ke Galilea melintasi Samaria. The distance that Jesus had to travel was 112 kilometers. Jadi jarak yang harus Yesus jalani adalah 112 kilometer. Artinya it is from here to bandara KIA uh, come back and then go again. Jadi seperti kalau dari sini jalan kaki ke KIA terus balik lagi ke sini. Kembali, balik kembali lagi. lagi ke KLIA That's lagi. a distance of about 112 kilometers. Itulah 112 km. How many of you think panjang? that this is quite far? Siapa yang yeah? yang ini pan, uh, yeah, none panjang. of you have walked 112 kilometers before, right? Ada yang pernah jalan 112 km. Your, your pastor at least run 50 kilometers before. Uh, jadi pastor pernah lari 50 km sebelumnya. Artinya I have to do it two times. Jadi pastor melakukannya so, dua kali. The Bible tells us, right? Jesus walked there. Jadi uh, kita berkata Yesus berjalan ke sana. Jesus was willing to walk there. Yesus mau berjalan ke sana. Now, I want you to know Jesus walk, he didn't walk and then suddenly eh uh, muridku, aku capek sih, aku terbang sebentar ya. Then he fly. And then and then uh, tunggu mereka and then after that he teleport, you know teleport like teleportasi. Yeah. yeah. Ding, then he's there. So he's now sitting at the well waiting for the disciples because they are not here because Jesus flew there. Jadi Yesus itu benar-benar berjalan kaki, dia enggak uh, bilang tunggu sebentar ya saya terbang dulu terus balik lagi atau pergi oh saya teleportasi dulu ya balik lagi tapi Yesus benar-benar berjalan. You, you understand what I'm saying? Kalian so, mengertikan? It is natural for him to be tired. Karena sangat normal buat Tuhan Yesus untuk merasa letih. I want you to know it is normal when you feel tired. Saya mau kasih tahu uh, kalian kalau adalah normal untuk merasa letih atau capek. If you are, you know, you're working hard for your exam. Kalau kalian belajar keras untuk exam kalian. Your work has a lot of deadline. It's normal that you feel tired. Pekerjaan punya banyak deadline. Normal bagi kalian that untuk merasa capek. That is something that you cannot have. Ada sesuatu yang kalian tidak bisa punyai. And that is to always proclaim that even though you are tired, you say. In Jesus name I'm not tired. In Jesus name I'm not tired. Kalian tidak bisa bilang waktu kalian capek, kalian bilang di dalam nama Yesus saya tidak capek. It, it is not right. Itu tidak benar. It is not healthy. Tidak sehat. If if you can proclaim that you are not tired, then and you are not tired, then I think you are better than Jesus. Kalau kalian bisa berkata ke diri kalian sendiri, saya enggak capek waktu saya capek, mungkin kalian lebih baik dari Yesus. Benar? Benar. Because Jesus was tired. Jesus was very tired. Karena Yesus pun sendiri merasa letih, dia so, sangat letih. So, if you are tired, just say you are tired. Jadi ketika sekalian merasa capek, ja, bilang aja kalian capek. Amen. Amen. So, why are we tired? Jadi kenapa kita capek? Well, because we maybe work very hard. Ya, karena mungkin kita uh, bekerja sangat keras. Amen. Amen. And also, secondly, we can be tired. Dan yang kedua kita bisa juga capek. Because we sleep at the wrong time. Karena kita tidur di waktu yang salah. We are designed by God to sleep at night and work in the daytime. Jadi kita didesain sama Tuhan untuk tidur waktu malam dan bekerja pada waktu siang. We are not designed by God to play games in the middle of the night and then sleep in the daytime. Jadi kita tidak didesain oleh Tuhan untuk main game pada waktu malam dan tidur waktu siang. You know, in our body. Jadi di tubuh kita ini at 9 p.m. jam 9 malam not everybody but most people bukan semua orang tapi kebanyakan for young people maybe a bit later mungkin uh, buat anak muda lebih lama lagi uh, uh, lebih telat lebih telat lagi, lebih telat ya. and and 9 p.m. 
your body will release a hormone called melatonin. Jadi jam 9 malam badan kita tuh akan melepaskan hormon melatonin. Because it is night time. Karena malam. The the hormone will increase. Jadi hormonnya akan meningkat. With this increase of the hormone then it is easier for you to fall asleep. Dengan meningkatnya hormon melatonin akan mudah bagi kita untuk tidur. So when the hormone is released and then you are not sleeping. Tapi ketika hormonnya dilepaskan tapi kita tidak tidur. You are going against nature. Kalian melawan nat uh, melawan alam. Alamiah. Alamiah. Amen. Ya. Yeah. So so you go against nature. Kalian melanggar yeah? alamiah. So yeah. what happen is if you look at your phone all the time. Jadi kalau kalian melihat HP kalian terus-menerus. Your phone releases short wave blue lights. Jadi HP kalian akan melepaskan gelombang pendek sinar biru. <laughs> Please give my sister a big hand. Amen. Gelombang Pendek sinar biru, right? The gelombang pendek sinar biru, right? Is similar to daytime day daylight. Jadi gelombang pendek sinar biru itu sama seperti sinar matahari. So now your body is confused. Jadi badan anda sekarang tuh bingung. You are releasing melatonin so that you can sleep. Kalian tuh mengeluarkan hormon melatonin supaya bisa tidur. But you are watching your gadget that is releasing light that is like daylight. Tapi kalian mainin HP yang ada sinar seperti sinar matahari. So after a while, you don't get enough sleep. Jadi uh, kalian tidak akan mengalami cukup tidur. And it leads on to other problem. Dan akan me- berla- mengakibatkan per- masalah lain. So you need to learn to turn off your phone and don't look at it at least one hour before bedtime. Jadi kalian harus belajar berhenti menggunakan uh, HP kalian at least satu jam sebelum tidur. Then the neighbor say he's talking about you. Bilang kanan kiri kalian. Bi- dia bilang tentang kamu. Dia ngomong sama kalian. Dia ngomong tentang kalian. Satu jam. Oke. Okay. Oke. Okay. <laughs> This is the most hype response ever. Oke, okay, oke, okay, oke, okay, oke. Okay. For the first step, for the first step, at least 15 menit sebelum tidur. Kemudiannya increase macam saat teduh, 30 menit, kemudiannya 45 menit, kemudian satu jam, lebih baik. After dinner, don't look at your phone anymore. Some, some of you, all things are possible, Pak. Some of you regret coming to service today. Mungkin kan ada yang menyesal datang ke ibadah hari ini. Aduh, kotbahnya susah, Pak. Aduh, kotbahnya susah banget. Okay, so, but that's physical tiredness. Tapi itu adalah keletihan fisik. I want to talk about mental exhaustion. Tapi saya juga mau berbicara tentang kelelahan mental. Amen. Amin. You know, uh, I I preached this in English service last week. Jadi saya berbicara tentang ini di English service ta- minggu lalu. And uh, two days later, one pastor in America killed himself. Dua hari kemudian, pastor di Amerika bunuh diri. Last year on my birthday, another pastor in America killed himself. Tahun lalu, waktu ulang tahun saya ada pastor juga di Amerika bunuh diri. I, I want us to know, right? Uh, we have to take mental health very seriously. Saya ingin kalian tahu kalau kita perlu benar-benar memperhatikan kesehatan mental. Because it is slowly eating and killing ourselves. Karena kesehatan mental uh, pelan-pelan merusak kita. You know, it can be prolonged working hours. Bisa jadi adalah aktivitas yang sangat berkepanjangan. Or unrealistic expectation on ourselves. Atau harapan yang tidak realistis terhadap diri kita sendiri. Maybe your academic results. Mungkin hasil akademik. Maybe your family life. Mungkin kehidupan berkeluarga. Maybe your finances. Mungkin keuangan anda. It is okay to have expectation. Adalah hal yang baik untuk punya ekspektasi. Because we all need hope in life. Tetapi karena kalian berharap kepada kehidupan. But sometimes they can, it can be unrealistic. Tapi kadangkala harapan kita bisa menjadi tidak realistis. Or stressful and toxic relationship. Atau mungkin uh, uh, hubungan yang tidak sehat dan stressful. Toxic apa ya? Tidak Beracun. Sehat. Beracun. Beracun? Ya. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there are toxic relationship around us. Ada banyak uh, hubungan tidak sehat di antara kita. If you have a comcell that not talking about God and the future and talking about other people, you know it's not healthy. Kalau kalian ada di komsel yang ngomongin tentang orang lain, pasti Why are you responding? You, you understand what I'm saying? Kalian ngerti kan apa yang saya bilang? Let me... Okay, 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 okay. okay. Don't say other people, okay? Jangan ngomongin orang lain. You guys are so funny. Kalian sangat lucu. 
The, the moment you point somebody, artinya kamu juga gosip sih. Kalau kalian nunjuk orang lain berarti kalian juga ngegosip. You understand? You you must understand this, okay? Kalian harus mengerti ini, okay? Gosip is like cabe. Gosip tuh kayak cabe. The more you gossip, uh, the more you eat the cabe, the more you like it. Ketika kalian ngegosip, kalian akan lebih suka kayak cabe. Benar. Benar enggak? Benar. If you go to nasi padang, right? Kalau kalian pergi makan nasi padang, you have to pay money to eat the cabe hijau, right? Kalian harus bayar kan buat makan cabe hijau. And then you start to put the cabe into your dishes, and then you put into the rice, and after that you just keep eating the cabe. Kalian akan mulai buat taruh cabe di nasi, terus lama kelamaan makan cabenya doang. I want you to know, right? Gossip must be delicious. Saya mau kalian tahu kalau gosip harus di enak enak. Oh, gosip itu, itu seharusnya gosip itu nikmat. Eh, enak, enak, enak. Because if gossip is not enak, nobody will keep doing it. Kalau gosip nggak enak, pasti nggak ada yang mau lakuin ya nggak sih? But it is enak doesn't mean it is good. Gosip itu enak tapi bukan berarti gosip itu berguna. Amen. Amin. Are you learning something this morning? Apa kalian belajar sesuatu hari ini? Okay, alright, let's keep going, okay? okay? Overthinking can cause mental exhaustion. Berpikir, uh, berpikir berlebihan juga yep. dapat menyebabkan kelelahan mental. Uh, you are not in a easy generation. Kalian tidak ada di generasi yang mudah saat ini. It's not ini. your fault. Bukan salah kalian. But you have so many options today. Kalian punya banyak opsi hari ini pilihan. So, so you you're confused because there are so many choices. Kalian tuh seringkali bingung karena kalian punya banyak pilihan. When I was growing up, there was no overthinking. Waktu saya <laughs> uh, kecil, nggak ada tuh yang namanya pikir berpikir berlebihan. Because we have one football and everybody loves football. Karena kita hanya punya satu sepak bola dan semua orang suka sepak bola. Because there's no other pilihan. You understand what I'm saying? Karena nggak ada pilihan lain. But 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 today you have so many options. Tapi hari ini kita punya banyak pilihan. And you hear people say things like, yeah, okay, but I don't like this and I don't like that. Kalian akan sering dengar orang bilang, oh, oh oke, okay, tapi aku nggak suka ini, aku nggak suka itu. Another another causes another cause for mental exhaustion is the unclear demarcation of both private and public life. Uh, faktor lain dalam keletihan mental adalah batasan yang tidak jelas antara kehidupan pribadi dan kehidupan publik. Amen. That must be the best translation I've ever heard. Alright, uh, you you no longer have a clear distinction between what is private and what is social and what is public. Kalian tidak ada lagi batasan yang jelas antara kehidupan privat kalian dan kehidupan publik. All of us need private times. Kita semua butuh waktu personal. Artinya, you have the time to be alone. Kalian punya waktu sendiri. To pray. Untuk berdoa. To listen to worship music. Untuk ber, uh, mendengarkan lagu rohani. To read a book. Untuk membaca buku. And just a time for yourself. Dan waktu untuk sendiri. I don't have sendiri. to take care of other things. Saya nggak perlu melakukan hal lain. But the private time now is social media. Tetapi waktu personal saat ini adalah social media. In social media, you know what other people are doing. Di sosial media kita tahu apa yang orang lain lakukan. And then when you see what other people are doing, you respond to what they are doing. Dan ketika kita melihat apa yang orang lain lakukan, kita meresponi orang tersebut. What was supposed to be a private time now become a private social time. Yang dulunya harusnya adalah personal waktu personal kita sekarang adalah jadi waktu per, waktu publik personal. Waktu personal publik. Sama lah ya, sama. Lebih kurang lah. I know it's very confusing. So So you actually not resting. Jadi sebenarnya kalian tuh nggak beristirahat. It was meant for you. Uh, itu hal ini waktu ini tuh di, diberikan untuk kalian. But it became something that you are now doing for other people. Tetapi sekarang waktu personal kalian harus melakukan untuk orang lain. Are you with me? Apa kalian mengerti? Uh, inability to express ourselves during conflict. Uh, ketidakmampuan kalian untuk mengekspresikan diri waktu terjadi konflik. Uh, too long waiting for something. menunggu hasil terlalu lama or uh, keep doing something but no results atau melakukan hal terus-menerus tapi tidak ada hasil so all this lead to anxiety hypertension and also depression dan hal-hal ini dapat menyebabkan kecemasan hipertensi bahkan depresi amen amen today i want to give you some suggestion hari ini saya mau memberikan kalian saran it is not a one step solution bukan jalan pintas but It is a good start. Tapi yang adalah uh, awal yang baik. Amen. Amin. So, how do we overcome that? Jadi bagaimana kita um, me- over- mengatasi hal ini? Okay, number one. Yang pertama, you need to learn to have solitude. Kalian harus belajar untuk memiliki waktu personal. Amen. Amin. Solitude is a time that 
you are alone. Waktu personal artinya uh, saat kalian sendiri. That you don't have to worry about what other people are doing. Waktu kalian tidak per- perlu peduli tentang apa yang orang lain lakukan. Sometimes we are here. Kadang kita di sini. We are so worried about what our friends are doing there. Kita kan uh, uh, khawatir apa yang orang lain lakukan so, di tempat lain. So you are not present here because you want to be there. Jadi kita sebenarnya tidak ada di sini karena kita maunya ada di sana. So we miss out on what is here. Karena kita ketinggalan apa? Jadi kita ketinggalan yang kita lakukan di sini saat And ini. We also miss out what our friends are doing there. Dan kita pun ketinggalan apa yang teman kita lakukan di sana. Because you are not Roh Kudus, you can only be in one place at one time. Karena kalian bukan Roh Kudus, kalian hanya bisa di tempat ini satu kali saja. So you have to learn to have solitude where you are here and that's where I am. Jadi kalian harus belajar untuk punya waktu personal untuk diam di sini dan di sinilah saya berada. So you give your time, yourself time to recover. Jadi kan harus belajar mem- memberikan waktu personal untuk kalian se- biar sembuh. To be alone with Jesus. Itu, uh, untuk sendiri bersama Yesus. It is not a time for you to report to God your achievement. Bukan waktu untuk melaporkan kepada Tuhan apa aja yang sudah saya capai. Oh, Father God, I just want to give praise to you because my cell group has grown. Oh Tuhan, aku mau memuji Engkau karena cell group saya sedang bertumbuh. Uh, we have planted another church. Saya sudah me- Berintis gereja, Berintis gereja baru. And uh, we have we have done this, we have done that. Kita su- saya sudah melakukan ini, melakukan itu. You know, praise God, my cell group now is bigger than Olivia cell group. Puji Tuhan, cell group saya lebih besar dari. Ah no, no, that's not solitude. Ini bukanlah waktu personal. Solitude is a time where it is not about performance and achievement. Waktu personal adalah waktu di mana itu uh, achievement. Dan pencapaian tidak you will lagi know, berarti. You will know that you're already in solitude when all you hear from God is God asking you, how are you doing today? Kalian akan tahu kalau kalian sedang berada di waktu personal ketika Tuhan bertanya kepada kalian, apa kabarmu? Amin. Amin. The idea is to develop intimacy with Jesus. Tujuannya adalah untuk mengembangkan uh, hubungan yang intim dengan Tuhan Yesus. Yep. Uh, I I I taught you all. There's a difference between intimacy and proximity. Ada perbedaan antara intim, keintiman dengan kedekatan. Ya, yeah. uh, kedek, kedekatan is just physical. Kedekatan itu lebih ke fisik, we, secara we, fisik. We, we take a photo together, we think that uh, we are intimate, but actually not. It is just close proximity. Ketika kita selfie bareng, kelihatannya kita dekat, tapi sebenarnya itu hanyalah kedekatan fisik. You understand? Kalian mengerti? When your post has got more lights, it's not intimacy. It is just proximity. Ketika post kalian lebih banyak like, artinya itu bukan keintiman tetapi kedekatan fisik. So what we need to work on is to work on our intimacy with the Lord. Jadi apa yang harus kita lakukan sekarang adalah bekerja untuk memiliki keintiman dengan Tuhan Yesus. You know proximity is so much easier. Kedekatan itu sangat mudah. You know you take a photo, you post something, you like somebody's photo, somebody like your photo, that's intimacy. I mean proximity. Kalian bisa Cuman foto, bisa like foto seseorang dan kalian akan merasa dekat dengan orang tersebut. But intimacy is different. Tetapi keintiman itu berbeda. It requires a lot of honesty. Keintiman memerlukan kejujuran. It requires a lot of vulnerability. Keintiman membutuhkan kerapuhan. That between you and your wife. Antara uh, anda dengan istri anda. Or you and your husband or you and your friends. Atau dengan suami atau dengan teman. It takes time to develop intimacy. Butuh waktu untuk membangun keintiman. You know. My wife and I we are married for 14 years. Jadi Pastor dan Esther sudah menikah selama 40 tahun. 14 tahun. Bu. Sopan sikit, Bu. 40 tahun artinya tahun ini aku 65 lah gitu soalnya. 14 guys, 14 si bahaya if the preacher understand the bahasa then like ya yeah, then they all like confused. Aduh, masih muda sih udah 40 tahun nikah. But but I want to tell you after 14 years. Saya mau kasih tahu selama 14 tahun. You know, we are only in the last couple of years having the courage to tell each other what we are really feeling. Hanya di beberapa tahun terakhir kami saling memberitahu apa yang kami rasakan ke satu sama lain. Because before that, right? It is it is just telling her what she wants to hear. Karena sebelum-sebelumnya saya hanya memberitahu dia apa yang ingin dia dengar. Because I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to be in trouble. Karena saya tidak mau merasa merasa sakit hati dan saya tidak ingin ada berada di masalah. This is something all of us must learn in the intimacy journey between us and our spouse. Ini adalah salah satu yang harus kita pelajari dalam perjalanan keintiman and, and, dengan sesama dengan and, pasangan. Yeah, and young people today we are confused between these two things. 
Dan uh, anak muda zaman sekarang kita suka bingung antara dua hal ini. We think that intimacy is just physical. Kita pikir keintiman adalah fisik secara fisik. So it's just sex. Dan kita pikir hanya seks. So if you can sleep with the girl, sleep with the guy, then I am intimate with him. Kalau kalian bisa tidur dengan seseorang berarti kalian intim dengan orang tersebut. But so many of these young people they are lost, they are broken, they felt used because they thought that was intimacy but it's not, it's just close proximity. Tetapi banyak anak muda zaman sekarang yang merasa sangat uh, dipakai, yang merasa sangat sakit hati karena mereka ber, menyadari kalau hal, hal ini adalah hanya kedekatan secara fisik. Are you with me? We we cannot just have proximity with Jesus. Kita tidak bisa hanya memiliki kedekatan fisik dengan Yesus. I pray a little bit, I give my offering a little bit, I go to church a little bit. Therefore, it has to be natural that I'm intimate with Jesus. Aku berdoa sedikit, aku memberi persembahan sedikit. Terus kalian sudah bisa bilang kalau saya intim dengan Tuhan. You know that's not intimacy. Itu bukanlah intim in, keintiman. Intimacy requires effort. Keintiman membutuhkan. Uh, Usaha. Amen. 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 Number two. Yang Are you guys okay? Yeah. Pastor is not here all the time, right? So please let me preach longer. Jadi Pastor Kevin nggak selalu di sini, jadi allow Pastor buat berkhotbah yep. lebih lama. Number two. Yang kedua. In order to overcome mental exhaustion. Untuk mengatasi ke, kelelahan mental. You need a tribe. Kalian membutuhkan komunitas. You know, God gave us Jesus. Tuhan memberikan Allah memberikan kita Yesus. Amen. Amin. And Jesus gave us a sense of community. Dan Yesus memberikan kita uh, komunitas. You know why Jesus live among us? Kenapa Yesus be- hidup di tengah-tengah kita? Because Jesus wants us to know that we all need each other. Karena Tuhan Yesus ingin kita tahu kalau kita butuh satu sama lain. Amen. Amin. All of us are different. Kita semua adalah berbeda. You have different gifts, different talents, different style, different character. Kita punya karakter yang berbeda, kita punya talenta yang berbeda. And and you cannot say, oh, because you are not like me, I don't like you. Dan anda tidak bisa bilang, oh, karena kamu berbeda dari saya, saya nggak suka kamu. Oh, because you are not like me, you are not important. Karena kamu nggak kayak seperti saya, kamu nggak penting. How many of you think that your hands important? Siapa yang berpikir tangan kalian itu penting? Amin. Penting. Amin. Penting. penting, right? Without hand, how to WhatsApp? Alright. Tanpa tangan gimana penting. buat chat? Uh, which finger is the most important? Which finger is the most important? Jari mana yang paling penting? You are quite smart. Oh. Cukup pintar. Okay. If you think that your thumb is important. Kalau kalian pikir jempol kalian itu sangat penting. Then aku just potong lah yang empat. Potong aja yang empat. So you just have your thumb. Jadi kalian cuma punya uh, you know, jempol. Sometimes we think this is not important. Jadi kadang kita pikir kelingking itu nggak penting. It's important. Itu kelingking Because itu penting. Because if you don't have this finger. Kalau kita nggak pakai kelingking. Cutting it off. Coba potong deh. Yeah. Then your life will miss out something. Hidup kalian kalian akan merasa kehilangan sesuatu. Okay. All of us think that our face is the most important. Kita semua berpikir kalau wajah adalah yang paling penting. We spend the most effort on this front page. Kita menghabiskan banyak waktu untuk wajah kita. We, you know, the girls have to what, what is this? Uh? Eyebrow. 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 I have to trim the eyebrow. Jadi kalau cewek-cewek harus cukur alis. Kalau cowok yang have to treat the eyebrow, uh, minta pengampunan dari Tuhan Yesus, <laughs> ya. Kalau cowok mau nyukur alis, minta ampun sama Tuhan. Enggak alamnya salah sih. Udah enggak alamnya salah lagi. I know lah, I'm just joking. Okay, but anyway, so we Canda. put a lot of effort on our face because we think our face is the most important. Karena kita tar, uh, kita letakkan usaha yang sangat banyak di but wajah kita karena your kita toes are important. Tapi jadi kaki kita juga penting. You know, your your big toe is very important. Big toes itu jempol kaki. Jempol. Jempol. Big toe, kaki. the big one, the big one. Yeah, jempol kaki itu sangat yeah? penting. Without the big toe, even though you don't see it, you don't celebrate it. Walaupun kalian tidak menghargai jempol kaki kalian. Right? Without it, you cannot stand. Tanpa jempol kaki kalian nggak bakal bisa berdiri. You cannot balance yourself. Kalian nggak bakal bisa seimbang. Sometimes they are not obvious. Kadang-kadang nggak terlalu jelas. But they are important. Tapi mereka penting. Like today, we are trying to finance, trying to get us to recruit sound crew. Jadi kayak seka, tadi saat ini kita mau merekrut soundman. Soundman. I tell you, without soundman, both of us cannot talk to you. Saya mau kasih tahu tanpa soundman kita nggak bakal bisa ngomong di tempat ini. So you need a tribe. Jadi kita perlu komunitas. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know some tribe is not perfect, some tribe is jelek, but you need them. Ya, saya tahu kadang ada komunitas yang tidak sempurna, ada komunitas yang tidak 
bagus tapi kita butuh komunitas. She speaks so properly right like tidak bagus but I said jelek but anyway. <laughs> I think I'm more Indonesian after a while. You know I go to Indonesia about 15 times a year. Jadi pastor tuh pergi ke Indonesia 15 kali dalam satu tahun. You know more I you, more than you right? Yeah. Yeah, I know more restaurant in Indonesia than any Indonesian now. Saya lebih tahu banyak restoran dibandingkan orang-orang Indonesia. Okay, so number one is solitude. Dan yang pertama adalah waktu personal. Enjoy the time that you have for yourself. Nikmati waktu personal kalian. Those of us who are married with kids, we are dying to have time for ourselves. Kalian yang punya anak pasti kalian berusaha untuk punya waktu personal. You can tell my wife is very happy now because she's at home in Sabah in Tawau by herself. Jadi saya yakin istri saya saat ini sangat bahagia karena dia lagi ditawau dan sendirian. And uh, she's she's tell me oh so nice. Dan dia bilang oh enak banget. Next week I'm going to be alone myself. No I'm just joking. But anyway, <laughs> number two you need a community, you need a tribe. Dan yang kedua kalian butuh komunitas. Number three, you yang, need to celebrate. Yang ketiga kalian butuh rayakan. Amen. Amin. You have to learn to celebrate your life. Kalian harus belajar merayakan hidup kalian. No celebrate. The things that God has given to you. Rayakan hal-hal yang Tuhan sudah berikan di hidup kalian. And I and I, when I say things, I'm not talking about physical thing. Celebrate the person that God has made you to be. Rayakan orang-orang, uh, rayakan di, diri anda sendiri yang Amen. sudah Tuhan tempatkan. You got to love yourself. Kalian harus mengasihi diri anda sendiri. You have to love your own eyes. Mengasihi mata anda. Your nose, your mouth. Hidung anda. You know you. You you have to rejoice because this is the person that God has made you to be. Kan bersukacita tentang diri kalian sendiri karena Tuhan yang telah membuat diri kita. Always try to be somebody else. Jangan mencoba untuk menjadi orang lain. You're not going to be happy. Kalian tidak akan pernah bahagia. A lot of people cannot find husband or wife. Banyak orang yang enggak bisa menemukan pasangan hidup. It's not because there is no potential. Bukan karena enggak ada potensi. It is because they don't like themselves. Karena karena mereka tidak mengasihi diri mereka sendiri. If you don't like yourself, how are you able to like other people? Kalau Anda tidak mengasihi diri sendiri, bagaimana Anda mengasihi orang so lain? So that's the foundation. Itulah fondasinya. So, so many people say, "Oh, I need to choose the right partner." Banyak orang yang bilang, "Oh, saya harus pilih partner yang benar." Why don't you first become the right partner? Kenapa enggak kalian terlebih dahulu menjadi partner yang benar? Amin. Amin. So celebrate. Jadi rayakan. Give your permission, give yourself permission to celebrate. Uh, beri diri kalian waktu untuk merayakan. You know this morning I, I enjoyed myself Nicole shared a great testimony. Fania just amazing girl making all this announcement. Fania right? Yeah. Fania right? Jadi saya sangat enjoy tadi di sini mendengarkan Nicole memberikan testimoni dan Fania meng membawakan pengumuman. I was just telling Diana, you know, she's just so natural running around the stage being herself. <laughs> Saya bilang ke Diana, Fania itu sangat natural dia lari ke sana sini di panggung. And my sister gave such a powerful offering message. Dan Chiheni memberikan sangat offering message yang sangat powerful. You know, and 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 she said everything I need to say about celebrate. Dan dia benar-benar sudah mengatakan semua hal yang mau saya katakan tentang She merayakan. Said, at the end, you need to save up your money, you need to give, and you need to enjoy. Uh, kalian perlu menabung dan merayakan. Memberi, memberi dan, dan menikmati. menikmati diri. That was the three yeah. words that she said. Yeah. I'm a pastor. I'm more blessed than some of you guys. I was listening to her. Saya seorang pendeta, tapi saya merasa lebih terberkati mendengarkan. So you got Hany. to enjoy your life. Jadi kalian harus merayakan. Uh, Menikmati hidup kalian. Enjoy the person that God has made you to be. Menikmati diri kalian sendiri. Amen. Amin. Go and listen to a podcast. Dengarkan podcast. Go and watch a movie. Nonton film. Read a book. Baca buku. If you like to exercise, go exercise. Kalau kalian suka olahraga, pergi olahraga. Go run. Pergi lari. Enjoy coffee. Minum kopi. Go hiking. Pergi hiking. Go for a hair wash. Pergi ke salon. Amen. I'm, I I apologize on behalf of all Malaysia. We don't have good salon here. Saya meminta maaf karena di Malaysia enggak ada salon yang bagus. Every time I go to Indonesia, the first thing I do is cream bath. Hal pertama yang saya lakukan di Indonesia adalah pergi ke salon dan cream bath. Yeah, and because cream bath right nobody talks to me. I'm just enjoying myself. Karena pas cream bath enggak ada yang ngomong sama saya. Saya hanya menikmati waktu saya. Some of you girls like go and enjoy yourself, go for a facial, you know. Uh, cewek-cewek mungkin kalian bisa pergi facial. Go spa. Pergi ke spa. Or whatever that makes you feel good. Atau apapun yang membuat kalian merasa lebih baik. Amin. Amin. God is not against you happy. Karena Tuhan tidak pernah melarang kalian untuk bersenang-senang. Finally. 
Dan yang terakhir. Finally, okay? Are you guys with me? Terakhir. Knowledge. Pengetahuan. Knowledge will help you overcome mental exhaustion. Pengetahuan akan membantu kalian dalam mengatasi keletihan mental. In Matthew chapter 11 verse 27 to 30. Matius 11 ayat 27 sampai 30 berkata. Semua telah diserahkan kepadaku oleh Bapakku dan tidak seorang pun mengenal anak selain Bapa dan tidak seorang pun mengenal Bapa selain anak dan orang yang kepadanya anak itu berkenan menyatakannya. Marilah kepadaku semua yang letih lesu dan berbeban berat, aku akan memberi kelegaan kepadamu. Pikulah kup yang kupasang dan belajarlah padaku karena aku lemah lembut dan rendah hati dan jiwamu akan mendapat ketenangan sebab kup yang kupasang itu enak dan beban I think it's interesting how Indonesia translated. Sebab kuk yang kupasang itu enak. That is actually enak. Enak. Me- means delicious. Not delicious. Comfortable. Comfortable? Or this? Oh, nyaman. Nyaman. Yes, nyaman. yes. Wah, it's like PM vocabulary class. <laughs> and, uh, and Jesus said something here. Dan Jesus berkata sesuatu di sini. No one knows the Father except the Son. Tidak ada seorang pun yang mengenal Bapa selain anak. Jesus knows everything about God. Yesus tahu semuanya tentang Bapa. You know, you know, when you understand the word of God. Ketika kalian menge- mem- mengerti firman Tuhan. Do you know how powerful is Jesus becoming man? Apakah kalian sadar kalau sangat uh, powerful Yesus menjadi manusia? Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. Yesus ada 100% Allah dan 100% manusia. Jesus is not sometimes God, sometimes man. Yesus tidak kadang-kadang dia menjadi manusia, kadang menjadi Tuhan. Because if Jesus is sometimes God, sometimes man, then Jesus is avenger, not God. Karena kadang kalau Tuhan is kadang jadi manusia, kadang jadi Tuhan, ada Tuhan adalah avenger bukan Tuhan. So because Jesus is God, tapi karena Tuhan Yesus adalah Tuhan. Jesus can introduce God to us. Yesus dapat memperkenalkan Allah kepada kita. Because he is the fullest manifestation of God. Karena dia adalah manifestasi terpenuh dari Tuhan. But Jesus became man. Tapi Yesus menjadi manusia. Amen. Amen. He became one of us. Dia menjadi salah satu dari kita. So he can present us to God. Supaya kita bisa You understand what I'm saying? So this one person, Jesus. Jadi Yesus satu manusia ini. He can have so important a role. Dia bisa memiliki peran yang sangat penting. To introduce God to us and to introduce us to God. Untuk memperkenalkan Tuhan kepada kita dan memperkenalkan kita kepada Tuhan. So he said, all those of us who are tired. Jadi dia berkata, marilah kepadaku semua yang letih lesu. You know, he said. Come to me. Dia berkata, marilah kepadaku. Not go to God. Bukan pergilah kepada Tuhan. It is not an instruction. It, ini bukan ada suatu instruksi. But it's an invitation. Tetapi adalah undangan. Amen. Amen. So Jesus knows people try very hard to find God. Karena Yesus tahu manusia itu berusaha sangat keras untuk meng- mengenal Tuhan. And uh, the Jews find religion such a big burden. Yahudi uh, berpikir kalau agama adalah beban yang sangat berat. The Greeks use so much energy to find out about God. Uh, orang Yunani menghabiskan banyak waktu untuk mengenal Tuhan. So Jesus is saying, "Come to me." Jadi Yesus berkata, "Datanglah kepadaku." Because I've lifted up your burden. Karena aku telah mengangkat bebanmu. And then he said, "I have given you rest." Dan dia berkata, "Aku telah memberikan engkau uh, istirahat." Is, is Istirahat kelegaan. Kelegaan. Yeah. And when you talk, when we think about istirahat. Ketika kita berpikir tentang istirahat. It is not. Yeah, libur all the time. No need to work. Bukan berarti. Yeah, libur terus. Gak perlu bekerja. Oh, we don't have to work hard anymore. Atau gak perlu bekerja keras sama all sekali. All we need is a favor of God. Yang kita butuhkan hanyalah anugerah Tuhan. Oh God will bless me. Tuhan akan memberkati aku. My business will be successful. Bisnisku akan berhasil. My work and my life will be easy. Kehidupanku akan menjadi mudah. No 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 no. The word istirahat means something else. Istirahat artinya sesuatu yang lain. The word istirahat here means Istirahat adalah peace. Uh, damai. Come to God, you will have peace. Datanglah kepada Tuhan dan kita akan dapat kedamaian. Istirahat means fulfillment. Istirahat artinya Istirahat means 
that you are being put right before God. Istirahat artinya kalian dibenarkan di dalam Tuhan. That's the real meaning of istirahat. Itulah artinya istirahat. That today you are made right with God. Dan hari ini kalian dibenarkan oleh Tuhan. You don't have to bersusah payah to make God loves you. Kalian enggak usah bersusah payah untuk membuat Tuhan mengasihi engkau. Amen. You don't have to bersusah payah to impress God. Kalian enggak perlu bersusah, bersusah payah untuk memuaskan Tuhan. You have already been given peace by God. Karena kalian sudah diberikan damai oleh Tuhan. The Bible says his yoke is gentle. Alkitab uh, berkata kuknya enak. Amen. Amen. Does that mean that it is not demanding? Apakah artinya kuknya itu tidak meminta? Do you know a lot of people think that when I become a Christian then my life will be easy and it's not demanding. Banyak orang yang berpikir oh kalau saya jadi Kristen hidup saya akan mudah dan tidak banyak tuntutan. But I want you to know sometimes becoming a Christian is more demanding than before you become a Christian. Tapi saya mau bilang sebenarnya jadi orang Kristen makan lebih banyak tuntutan daripada orang yang bukan Kristen. But tetapi it is out of love and not out of duty. Kuk uh, yang dia pasang adalah kasih dan bukan Beban. Amen. Amen. It is the response of the liberated. Ini adalah respon dari orang-orang yang sudah dibebaskan. Not the duty of the obligated. Bukan tugas untuk orang-orang yang yang untuk dijalankan. Amen. Amen. So today you don't come to church because this is your duty. Jadi kalian tidak datang ke gereja karena ini adalah pekerjaan kalian. I better come to church if I want to go to heaven. Saya datang ke gereja karena saya mau ke surga. I better serve God otherwise God will punish me. Saya ke saya mau melayani karena kalau enggak Tuhan akan menghukum saya. If we think like that, kalau kita berpikir seperti itu, that means we do not understand Jesus. Berarti kita tidak mengenal Yesus. Today you are here. Saat ini kita di sini. Because today we've been set free by God. Karena kita sudah dibebaskan oleh Amen. Tuhan. Amin. We can enjoy a relationship with Jesus. Kita bisa menikmati hubungan kita dengan Yesus. We can enjoy our life. Kita bisa menikmati hidup kita. Because we know what Jesus has done for us. Karena kita tahu apa yang sudah Yesus lakukan di hidup kita. And I pray. Dan saya berdoa. When you understand this, ketika kalian mengerti ini, you will not be easily tired. Kalian tidak akan merasa capek. It is always a joy and a pleasure. To walk with God all the days of our lives. Tapi kalian akan merasakan sukacita ketika kalian berjalan bersama Tuhan setiap hari. Amen. Amen. You know the song that we are singing this morning. Lagu yang kita nyanyiin pagi hari ini. It's a song that I chose. Adalah lagu yang saya pilih. Because there's one word in that song that is so important. Karena ada satu kata di lagu itu yang sangat penting. It says, "Ku berjuang sampai akhirnya." Liriknya berkata aku berjuang sampai akhirnya. And then I will find you always faithful. Dan dikatakan kau dapati aku tetap setia. This life you need to berjuang. Hidup ini kita harus berjuang. Amen. Amin. Berjuang not because we want to get anything. Berjuang bukan karena kita mau mendapatkan sesuatu. Berjuang because we've been set free to pursue God. Berjuang karena kita sudah dibebaskan untuk dekat dengan Tuhan. Amen. Amen. So while you are here this season of your life. Jadi ketika kalian di sini di musim hidup kalian. Make full use of everything that God has given to you. Gunakan semua yang sudah Tuhan berikan. Dan berjuang. Dan berjuang. Semua percaya katakan. Semua yang percaya katakan. Amen. Amen.